0: welcome to the mind beauty soul podcast a podcast exploring all things healing for the mind beauty and soul i'm your host crystal moore a metaphysical life and meditation coach my intention is to gift listeners with many solutions on healing and holistic living with a stylistic flair i believe we all can live our dream and the path starts now Welcome to the first podcast episode of the Mind Beauty Soul. I'm so excited to start this journey and to be able to deliver so much information that I found useful during what I call my awakening and my healing journey. So thank you for being here. And I thought it would be really appropriate for my first episode to be about chakras. So as I was going through my healing process, something that came up over and over and over again was this thing called chakras. I had never personally heard of this term used before until about 2016 when I was starting to do Reiki and meditation, and everyone kept talking about balancing your chakras, and I'm like, what the hell is a chakra? And as I got to know the chakras, I have found so much truth and healing and been able to do so much work based on chakra work. So let's get started. Chakras are energy. So we are energy. Everything around us is energy. Everything, including our thoughts, our bodies, everything around you that you see, literally everything. And Tesla, he said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Personally, I am finding this to be the absolute truth. It's all about your energy. It makes your vibe, and you've ever been around someone that they're like, oh, I just love her vibe, or I love his vibe. That is what it is. This is your vibration. This is the energy you put off. Your chakras, in a sense, put off the energy of your aura, so it totally is your vibe. Now, chakras are energy centers that are metaphysically embedded from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. These are the ones that I follow. I follow the main seven, and the main seven are, like I said, metaphysically embedded from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. There are, however, many, many, many other chakras. You can go into the palms of the hand, the arms, the feet, and then you can also go into below the feet and above into the universe. I don't really focus too much on those, and I haven't been well-versed into that type of information within the chakra system if it's something everyone wants to learn about i would be happy to find an expert i am not that expert but i have in fact done a lot of research and worked a lot with the main seven chakras from the root chakra all the way up to the crown chakra Now, the chakra actually means, what chakra means is wheel or disc. So you can think of your chakras as spinning wheels or discs of energy. So it's energy moving throughout your body. They each resonate with different frequencies, colors. They vibrate at different frequencies, and they have energy flowing around and through them. They are completely interconnected. Not only is the chakra system linked to the physical body and regulates your health, but also helps to regulate the mind, your intelligence, your ego, your spiritual connection. It is everything. Chakras are balanced. This means that the chakra is maintaining equilibrium and spins at the correct vibrational speed and that makes you healthy and happy and joyful and your body is working, your spiritual connection is there. Everything is great. However, when we have different things that happen in our life, traumas, all kinds of different things from the minute of our conception and maybe even before that... So with that, when you're in that state of having balanced chakras, you're going to be more high vibrational. So you will have things like love and joy, compassion, happiness. You will glow. However, we can get our chakras stuck and blocked. And sometimes the vibrational energy is moving too fast and our chakras are too open. And that can cause all kinds of different imbalances, just as if they're blocked, which means the chakra spinning sluggishly or not moving at all and there's just complete stuck energy that also causes some other things to happen Which we will talk about what some of those imbalances are with each particular chakra as we go through the series here So let's take a journey through the chakras. We'll start at the first chakra, which is our root chakra your root chakra is going to be located at the base of the spine and it's going to be right above the genitals Now, it's associated with the color red, and it's all about your physical needs. It's concerned mostly with things like food, shelter, clothing, everything that's super basic to survive. It is the lowest vibrational rate of all of the chakras, and this is connected to your tribal connection and your personal power. Also, did you belong? Do you belong with your your tribe or your family? Um, If you didn't have a supportive loving home, then it's possible that you've got some blocks or some exerted energy in the root chakra, which is all okay. When we find that we have excessive energy or blocks, the beautiful thing is they were lessons that we were meant to learn, and now we can go through and do some work and heal all of those things, as well as get the energy moving at the correct vibrational speed, which in turn leads to a really healthy mind, beauty, and soul. Now, the root chakra is connected to the adrenals, which, of course, produces our adrenaline. So that's the hormone essential for our, as you know it, fight or flight. That's our fight or flight response, which is where, you know, the physical link is associated with the chakra. So, again, your personal survival, which is really important. This life lesson of the root chakra is about standing up for yourself, and it's developed between the ages of birth and eight. Now, if you think about it, birth is known to be the most traumatic experience of our life. There you're saying that it's even more traumatic than death. So our root chakra, no matter who you are, probably had a little bit of energy that was thrown off just by the traumatic experience of birth. So what can you do to heal some of these things with the root chakra? So essential oils are great. You can use oils like cedarwood, sandalwood, clove, patchouli, rosemary, ginger, and black pepper are great. You can carry around crystals like hematite, tiger's eye, bloodstone, or black tourmaline. The root chakra is associated with the scent smell. So... I think it's really important to have the essential oils going in your life. Maybe you even have some fresh flowers around, something of that nature. Bringing in nature is a great way to ground yourself. And the root chakra is concerned with grounding, right? It's right at the base of the spine. And a lot of people say that it also continues all the way down the legs into the feet. So that's why for this particular chakra, grounding will be so important. Some foods that you can eat for this chakra. Root vegetables are really, really important, but also garlic, onions, beets, radishes, potatoes, eggs, meat, tofu, peanut butter. So there's some food that you can throw in there. We've got some essential oils and crystals you can use. Also, just going outside and being in nature is a great way to heal the root chakra. The goals with this particular chakra are going to be health and fitness, grounding. I'm going to go back to that so many times with the root chakra. We've got to be grounded. For instance, if you're experiencing a lot of anxiety, the most important thing you can do is get back into that root chakra and pull yourself back down because when you're experiencing anxiety, you're really up in the clouds with worry, which is, you know, concerned with that crown chakra. So when you pull the energy back down, you can find an ease in that anxiety. Also, this particular chakra has a goal of stability and security, which, if we didn't have that as a child, it's really important that we try to get that really developed now. Which, when I was starting my work, the two chakras that I had to do the most work on were my root chakra. And my solar plexus, which we'll get into in a minute. So you're not the only one that might have to do some work in there. I still do work in, in this particular chakra. So it's a journey for sure. Now you could do some yoga poses also. Tree pose specifically is my favorite one for the root chakra. But you can also do something like child pose or easy pose is great. Our element connection with the root chakra is going to be earth, which is, again, why, you know, grounding yourself is going to be so important. The astrological association is going to be Capricorn. A couple other things that you can do here are affirmations. Affirmations are one of my favorite ways to make great change in our lives. And if you don't have anything else, affirmations are amazing because they are free. So some affirmations that are great here for the root chakra that you could say regularly throughout your day is something like I am safe, I'm protected, I love my body, I deserve the best that life has to offer, my needs are always met, I am grounded, I take responsibility for my life, I am connected to Mother Earth, I am abundant, I am powerful, I have perfect control, I am strong, I am financially secure, and I am at peace with where I'm at. So that's a little bit about the root chakra that we know as our first base chakra. Now let's talk about some symptoms of having a blocked or underactive root chakra, a balanced chakra, and an overactive chakra. So if your root chakra is blocked and it's underactive, meaning the energy is not able to move. I like to talk to people about this, about maybe imagining a traffic jam, like maybe in LA. So you're trying to get your car from point A to B, but you can't move it, right? You're stuck on the freeway. Well, when energy gets stuck, it wastes a lot of energy and can't move. We can't get the traffic going. So what we want is to, you know, Get a couple cars to the side of the road so we can start moving smoothly. And that's exactly what we want to do with our energy system. When energy gets stuck and we have that underactive root chakra, we can be emotionally needy, have low self-esteem, have extremely self-destructive behavior, be fearful, confused, really withdrawn, can be underweight, also have very poor boundaries, really cold feet, and a low sex drive. Now, when the vibrational current of the energy is moving at the right vibrational speed, your root chakra would be considered balanced. And someone that has a balanced chakra would demonstrate high mastery, have high physical energy, feel grounded, healthy, stable, secure, trusting. They're also present and connected. Now, On the other hand, we can have an overactive root chakra and think of it like a car that, you know, when you put the one foot on the brake and the one foot on the gas and your car is just spinning in a circle, that's kind of like what overactive energy does. It's just moving so fast and not with any direction. And so it kind of just gets out of control. So an overactive root chakra would be bullying, over-materialistic, someone who's self-centered or angry, very impatient A lot of depression comes from an overactive root chakra. You can have this feeling of just being stuck, like you keep trying to do all these things, but you just feel stuck. You could be egotistic. This is also where hoarding would come in. Um, You could be insensitive and also uh, have some obesity. Now, none of this is bad. It's not about thinking like, oh, I have this, so it's bad. It's not at all. Really what it is, is finding out where you are so you can know how to get better. And this is a great way also to release judgments on other people because when I notice certain things, I'm like, you know, they're just having an imbalanced root chakra. And it's not to say that you can't take away personal responsibility, but in a sense, it's kind of not their fault. They don't know any better and they don't know how to heal any of this, which is why it's so important to me to get some of this information out. Because once I learned all of this, literally changed everything in my life and I think for all my clients too it changed everything for them because they didn't know and when we don't know something we can't do better and when we know we can do better. So let's all together figure out where we're at without judgment and learn to do better. Now let's move on to the second chakra which is our sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is going to be located in the lower abdomen so the root chakra is right at the base of the spine if you go up a couple inches right below the belly button that's where you're going to find the energy of the sacral chakra this chakra is all about our emotional balance and sexuality also all the things that bring us joy and excitement it's associated with the color orange and mostly has to do with our partnerships especially our romantic partnerships This is also our emotional body where we get our sensuality and our creativity. So our pleasure spot, it's our sexuality where we nurture, where we have movement and where we have change. This particular chakra is connected to the male and female reproductive organs and glands. Our relationship with our own sexuality. Also, this is where we have issues of emotional balance. The sense here is going to be taste. So I think it's great that it's all about the sweet things in life, and then it's about that taste, really being able to enjoy our foods. The essential oils that you can use to balance this particular chakra are jasmine, rose, sandalwood, and ylang-ylang. We've got crystals that would be great for you, something like moonstone, citrine, and golden topaz are perfect. This particular chakra, is developed between the ages of eight and 14. And our goal here is pleasure and creativity and expression also, which is interesting because our throat chakra also has a lot to do with expression and it's sometimes we do have chakras that have things that are really similar. The astrological planet here that it would be associated with is Cancer and Scorpio. And our life lesson really is figuring out things for ourselves based on how we were raised so the influencing choices based on our conditioning. Some things that you can eat for this particular chakra to bring some balance would be liquids in particular, since this is a water element. We went from earth into water. Carrots, mangoes, oranges, orange peppers, sweet potatoes, salmons, and also foods that are rich in omega-3 is really, really great for bringing some balance into this particular chakra. Some yoga poses you could do are gonna be the goddess and also the bound angle position is really great. Some affirmations you can do with this particular chakra. I feel creative. This is all about feeling here, where the root chakra is I am and the sacral chakra is I feel. So I feel passionate. I honor my body and myself. I am safe enjoying sex. I feel pleasure in my body. Joy feels my being. I am worthy of love and sexual pleasure. My relationships are safe. I release any need to self-medicate with addictive substances or behaviors. I'm comfortable in my body. I feel happy and free. I feel blessed and secure. I really enjoy life. And affirmations are really great to do in the morning. You could write them in your journal. You can say them to yourself. You could even record them and hear your own voice saying them as you drive to work or something of that nature. It's a really powerful way to really rewire the subconscious. Now, let's talk a little bit about What would happen if the sacral chakra was blocked or balanced or underactive? So we'll start with blocked or underactive. So if the sacral chakra is not getting enough energy moving through it, you could be oversensitive, really hard on yourself, feel guilty for no reason at all, maybe even have a lack of creativity, a lack of sexual appetite, extremely emotionally confused, a feeling of just like, I don't feel important. Also no motivation. So when the chakra is balanced here, if the vibrational speed is moving perfectly at the right speed, then you'll be trusting, you'll be expressive and creative, you'll be attuned to your feelings, you'll be fit, forgiving, and have a very healthy libido. Now if the sacral chakra is overactive and there's too much energy flowing in that area, you'll be emotionally unbalanced manipulative, sexually addictive, obsessive attachments to things and people, and also very sensitive and having really strong emotions. The third chakra, our solar plexus chakra, which is one I know so much about and have had to do a lot of work on in my healing journey. Now, the solar plexus is all about your personal power, your self-belief, your self-worth, your personal will, It's located above the belly button. So we started in the base of the spine. We moved up a couple inches to that sacral chakra. Now we're going a couple inches above the belly button into the solar plexus. It lies behind the stomach and is attached to where we have our food digestion. Also, this is where we can associate insulin production as well. The solar plexus is associated with the color yellow and it's all about uniqueness and an individuality with a life lesson of self-esteem and self-confidence and courage to take risks. And our goal here is to be purposeful and effective and have endurance and some self-respect. It's developed between the ages of 14 and 21 and we move now into the element of fire. Now that element of fire, of course, associated with Leo and Aries, which is my sun and moon sign. So I'm a sun, Leo, and a moon, Aries. So I'm like double affected by this particular chakra on top of the fact that I had a lot of stuff happen between the ages of 14 to 21. Not necessarily bad things, but things that, you know, moved my chakras into some crazy speeds. So some things that you can do to help to heal this particular area. So the sense here is sight. But the essential oils you can use here are cedarwood, lemongrass, grapefruit, cinnamon. Also some crystals you can use, calcite, sunstone, yellow citrine is really, really great also for this particular area. Something really cool about the solar plexus chakra is that when we get butterflies in our tummy, that's where it comes from, is from our solar plexus. Now, some affirmations you can use for this particular area. I deserve all of the love, respect, and joy that come to me. I am worthy and confident. I am powerful. I treat myself with honor and respect. I am positive. I love and accept myself. I stand up for myself. I use my power for good. I am positive. I have high self-worth. I have high self-esteem. I am motivated. I am unique. I am courageous, I believe in myself, I am authentic, I am at peace with myself. Great, great affirmations you can use for this particular area. So now that we know a little bit about the area, let's talk about what happens when we are blocked, balanced, or overactive. Now, when we are blocked in the solar plexus or underactive and the energy is not quite moving at all or maybe just way too slow, we can be overly concerned with what other people think, we can be fearful of being alone, we can feel very insecure, we have a tendency to have addictions we can give our power away to other people need constant reassurance typically this is where a lot of the weight issues come in so you could be over or underweight also have stomach problems digestive problems ibs binge eating so lots of things here that are associated with how we eat and the way we eat and what we eat so the balanced solar plexus here when the vibrational speed is moving at the right rate You will have respect of yourself and others, have great personal power, you'll be spontaneous and organized and charismatic, you'll have great leadership skills and be confident, have the ability to stand up for yourself, you'll be ambitious and have great relationships. You could be peaceful, controlling of your thoughts, so you have that mastery of your own mind. Also be able to make choices really easily and be assertive which who doesn't want all of those things, right? So if you're overactive and that vibrational speed of the energy is moving much too quickly, Then we can have symptoms like anger issues, be controlling, tendency to be a workaholic, feeling judgmental or superior. We can have low self-esteem, a lack of self-trust, poor digestion, unreliable or really unable to take responsibility for yourself here. Having a victim mentality is huge, stubbornness, and also eating disorders. So now we move on into the center of our journey, which is the heart chakra, where the heart chakra is a really cool chakra because it's Concerned with the lower of the chakras so it's really connected with our humanness and us being here on this planet to be a human but then it also connects us into our more spiritual realms as we go up the chakra scale here the heart chakra is located right in the middle of the chest center and this is all about our love and relationships this chakra is concerned with forgiveness and compassion and really unconditional love with which we give ourselves and others and the way that we accept others as well, which is really important to be able to accept where everyone is on their journey without judgment. Now, the heart chakra is developed between the ages of 21 and 28. And this is really, like I said, about our love relationships, and it can be about all relationships, but also really specifically with that of partners as well, and the relationship you have with yourself a little bit. However, the solar plexus also deals a lot with the personal relationship you have with yourself, because it's linked with that self-esteem, whereas the... Heart chakra is about unconditional love. So with yourself, it's about how much can you unconditionally love and accept yourself, whereas the solar plexus is like how much self-worth and self-esteem do you have? Where if your self-love and self-esteem are high, then that can be directly related to the idea of having unconditional love for yourself. But can you have unconditional love for yourself also at those times where you're not feeling so great? And I think the answer is yes. It's about being able to be compassionate with yourself and be forgiving to yourself. So that's where the heart element comes in, our heart chakra. The element here is air, and it's related to our Libra and Taurus astrological signs. Now, the goals here are about balance, compassion, forgiveness, and self-acceptance. And our life lesson is just our beliefs about love and relationships. So some ways that we can balance here are going to be through, of course, like I said, essential oils are great. So some examples here for the heart would be rose, lemon, mandarin, jasmine, lavender, orange. Some crystals you can use are jade and emerald and rose quartz. And so I always say that the best beginner crystal that you can get is rose quartz and the best crystal for love and the heart chakra is absolutely 100% rose quartz. So if you get any crystal and in your, if this is your first time, I highly recommend rose quartz. And the heart chakra is related to the sense of touch, so You know, that's why we have the hugs, and when we hug someone, really our heart chakras are touching. We are going completely into the the energy of someone else's energetic field, and we are matching our hearts and our heart energy together, which is really, really beautiful. Now, some yoga poses you can do here are the camel pose. There's so many. Any heart-opening pose is going to be perfect for this particular chakra, so even just putting your hands like you're going to hug someone and pulling them back a little bit and just opening that heart chakra is really, really amazing for this particular area. Leafy vegetables are the perfect thing to add as far as food is concerned. So leafy greens, but also avocado, cucumber, mint, kiwi. So, you know, you can go with the colors of the foods a little bit, but specifically um, vegetables are great with this particular chakra, just like the root chakra. However, with the root chakra, it's all about those root vegetables. So any other vegetables can be linked to the Heart chakra as well. Some affirmations you can use for this particular area I am loved. I am loving. I love myself. I love others openly and freely. I forgive easily. I give and receive love completely and unconditionally. I give compassion and acceptance. My heart is open. I love and accept myself. I release all of my past hurt into the hands of love. And then we will move into a little bit of the blocked, underactive, and overactive symptoms here. So when the heart chakra is blocked, which breaks my heart that we have blocked energy in the heart but when it is blocked we can have things like fear of rejection we could love almost too much we could feel unworthy of having love a lot of self-pity here finding it hard to forgive our narcissistic behaviors come from the heart chakra we can have a fear of intimacy we can have depression also we can have a lot of selfishness and isolation now a balanced heart chakra which is what we all want to aim to to have which is compassion. We, we will be compassionate and love unconditionally, be nurturing and peaceful. We'll feel balanced. We'll have a good immune system. We'll feel deeply connected to ourself and others and also our community and our earth. We will be joyful and accepting of life. We'll be trusting, compassionate and understanding. Now, an overactive heart chakra. Here are some of the symptoms here possessiveness, loving conditionally, um, holding on to things just to punish people, being very dramatic, extreme codependency, poor boundaries, overly sacrificing, clingy demanding, grief comes from this particular area, also jealousy and anger. So now you can see why we'd really want to to heal some of these things so we can be right in that balanced area because if we find ourselves balanced in all of these chakras, can you imagine how beautiful life can be and how much it gets better? I know this to be true for myself because I've been there and you can be there too. All it takes is just a little tiny action every single day. So now we'll get into the fifth chakra, which is our throat chakra located Right in the throat area. This is all about communication, self expression and creativity through sound and hearing. It's associated with the color blue. It's also associated with our thyroid and parathyroid. Some essential oils here that you can use for healing this particular chakra are basil, peppermint, spearmint, chamomile, and cypress. Some crystals you can use is lapis lazuli, which is really great for being able to speak your truth. Turquoise, agate's really great. Then we'll go into some of the goals here. The goals in the throat chakra is about having harmony with others and self-knowledge, creativity, the ability to speak our truth and be a compassionate listener. Our life lesson in this particular chakra is about the power of choice and personal expression. Our developmental age here is between the ages of 28 and 35. Some other things you can do for balancing this particular chakra, yoga pose, shoulder stand is great for the throat chakra. Fruits are really important to be eating when you're trying to work on that throat chakra. Blueberries, blackberries, also coconut water, herbal teas, honey and lemon is really great. So that goes perfect with having that tea, right? Our element here is ether. So we've gone from earth to water, all the way into fire air and now we're in that ether element it's associated with gemini and virgo and some affirmations you can do with this particular chakra is something like you know i'm expressive i speak my truth i'm a compassionate listener i communicate confidently and honestly i set clear boundaries i'm an active and compassionate listener i hear and speak the truth creativity flows through me i'm aligned with my highest truth I express myself freely and my voice is strong and clear. Now let's talk a little bit about where you would be as far as blocked or underactive, balanced or overactive. So when the throat chakra is feeling blocked and underactive, the symptoms here would be holding back from your true self-expression, unreliable, very inconsistent views, delusional. We also have some depression and anxiety when it comes to that blocked throat chakra. And a lot of that has to do with just holding back who you are, which your body will start to tell you, like, we don't like this. We want to be who we are. That's why we came to this earth. You could be paranoid, have extreme vivid dreams and nightmares. You'll be skeptical of everything fear of speaking, poor rhythm, and can't find the right words. Now, a balanced throat chakra, however, you'll be a great communicator. You'll be content. You'll find it easy to meditate. You'll be artistically inspired. You'll be a good listener, good sense of time and rhythm, self-aware, emotionally balanced, and insightful. Now, the overactive throat chakra, when that energy has that just overactive vibrational speed, is gonna be something like over-talkative. You ever had conversations with someone and you can't get a word in? You'll start to notice. Or even someone that can't stop clearing their throat. throat) throat) Have you ever met that person? They have an overactive throat chakra. So other things in this area would be like being arrogant, self-righteous, extreme gossiping, interrupting you all the time, poor comprehension obsessive you could have mental fog and also feel really overwhelmed and extremely judgmental as we move up through the journey in our chakras we get to that sixth chakra which is our third eye chakra it's located right in between and above the brow center of the forehead now this particular chakra is related to the color indigo and is all about your intuition and wisdom It's associated with the pituitary gland, which is really our master gland, and it controls our hormones and all kinds of different stuff. It also includes the hormone that produces during contractions, during labor, and also is what is related to releasing milk from the breast when you have lactation. So... This connects the third eye and pituitary gland to birth and motherhood, which is, as everyone knows, when women feel mostly like they have that mother's intuition, right? We all talk about that and we think it's just something that happens, but it, I mean, it is something that happens, but this is all about the chakras, guys. It's amazing. It just really blows my mind how when you pay attention to things, you can kind of piece them together. And that's why I love the chakra so much. So this is really our sixth sense. That's what the sense is when it comes to the third eye, our sixth sense. It's that ability to see other than with your eyes. So it's our life lesson here is emotional intelligence and our ability to see without using our two physical eyes. So this also comes into our ability to have mediumship skills and having our psychic development. So everyone can have this. It's not just like someone has this special gift. Everyone has the ability to have psychic powers the element here is light some of the things we can do to heal and balance this particular chakra some essential oils would be rose violet rosemary frankincense and sandalwood some crystals you can have around you amethyst another great first time crystal because it's great with spiritual protection and purification it clears energy it's self-clearing so you don't have to do anything to the crystal ever it's great for your intuition and great meditation stone you can also have fluoride Or shungite, which is really great for this particular chakra. Now, the astrological connection here is going to be Sagittarius and Pisces. Some yoga poses you can do are downward dog is a really great one. You can also do eagle warrior two. You can do a seated forward bend. Child's pose is also good for this particular chakra. However, there's no foods. Now that we're getting into the more spiritual realms of the third eye and the crown, there's really not foods that are going to support it. So. The only thing you could do here that's great is meditation. Meditate, 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 which is one of my greatest passions is bringing meditation around and and to the world because it really truly saved my life. And meditating is a great way in general to balance all of the chakras, but specifically the third eye and the crown are a little bit more powerful when it comes to that. Some great affirmations you can do for the third eye chakra. I am full of wisdom. I am intuitive. My thoughts are calm and peaceful. I am at peace. I recognize the need for silence and stillness in my life. I enjoy and I use my spiritual gifts. I see beyond illusions. My psychic senses are awakening. My dreams and visions guide me. My mind, beauty, and spirit are healed. I am connected to my higher self. I am a powerful co-creator with the universe And you can put the universe, God, angels, source, whatever resonates with you is totally fine. So then we'll talk a little bit about what happens when we have a blocked, balanced, or overactive chakra here. Now, when our third eye is blocked and we don't have that correct vibrational energy moving, we can be very undisciplined we can have a fear of success, we can be paranoid, have anxiety and depression also very much come from the third eye and crown chakra, we can have a lack of imagination, poor memory, also have nightmares and massive delusions. A balanced third eye is going to be someone who is charismatic, highly intuitive, not attached to material things, very perceptive, great memory, able to visualize and meditate easily, see clearly and make really good decisions, be focused and then we'll talk about the overactive so when that energy is just moving too much we'll be highly logical dogmatic obsessive have hallucinations denial insensitivities no dream recall lacking of imagination difficulty visualizing and can't see into the future and now we arrive to the seventh chakra which is our crown chakra This is about our spirituality and selflessness, our connection to the divine Our the crown chakra is connected with the color violet and it has the connection to the pineal gland, which is really the seat of our soul. And it's said to affect the function of our physical, emotional, and mental selves. So they're all important chakras, but this one is kind of special for the fact that this is your connection to the divine and all of the higher consciousness and things that we might not even be aware of at this human development and where we're at in this stage of life. Whereas the root chakra is so connected to the physical, we can see it, we can feel it, we know it, you know, we can taste it, all of those things. Whereas the seventh chakra, our crown chakra, is really about things that maybe we can't see and we start to develop the feeling of and the connection to. Now, it's my opinion that the crown chakra is also really connected to the spiritual awakening. And in 2016 is where I really started having a massive spiritual awakening. Before that, I did not believe in God. I did not believe in angels. I didn't talk to the universe. I actually thought all of those things were stories. My grandmother used to tell me about church and all these things, how I should go. And I'd be like, you can believe in your fairy tales and I'm gonna live in this universe here, which goes to show just how blocked my crown chakra was, which is fine, it's exactly where it needed to be, but there was a lot of things that started to happen that really reawakened me to my true self, which is a big part of my spiritual side. So with the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, this is all about expanding our consciousness, becoming selfless, the element here is thought, there's really no foods you can eat for this particular chakra, again, now that we're in these higher spiritual realms. However, what you could do for the crown chakra, if you're having a spiritual practice and you're ready to really develop that chakra, fasting is really the best thing that you can do for this particular chakra. So the sense here is beyond self, and essential oils you can use would be lavender, frankincense is amazing, it's great to put frankincense on the crown of your head when you're meditating. You could also put it on your third eye and move it all the way up to the crown. You can use rosewood, sandalwood, cedarwood, and jasmine. Some crystals you can use here would be clear quartz, selenite, diamonds, snowy or smoky quartz is really great here too. You also could use amethyst, that's good for the third eye and the crown, white jade, and also white tourmaline. As we're talking more about things that you could do here, affirmations, affirmations are great things to do. So I am divine. I am tuned into my highest self. I am sure of my inner knowing. I have a strong connection to the universe, consciousness, angels, God, the universe. I even like to say I have a strong connection to my grandmother, though she passed. That is why exactly in this particular chakra, I can develop that awareness and connection to her through my crown chakra. You can also say something like, I seek experiences that nourish my spirit. I am love. I accept myself with gratitude. I am my spiritual truth. I am one with the universe. And then I don't think I said before, this is connected to the Aquarius. So Aquarius, as a sign, is really about the greater good. So it's amazing that the crown chakra is connected to also the greater good, the connection to source and the universe and so is Aquarius and the crown chakra. Let's talk a little bit about what happens when we have our blocked, balanced or overactive chakra in the crown chakra. If you are blocked or underactive in the crown area that you'll have probably consistent exhaustion, having a very hard time making decisions, Weak memory, maybe you've lost your interest in socializing, have a hard time learning, dullness of all of your senses, also very controlling of other people. When you're balanced in the crown chakra, you will have a magnetic personality, be at peace with yourself, a feeling of unity, connected with your higher self, connected even with spirits, guides, the universe, God, you can be emotionally stable. Intuitive and have massive psychic abilities. Again, spiritually connected, inner happiness, and almost no fear. Now, when your crown chakra is overactive, you can be psychotic, manic, depressive, confused sexual expression, extremely frustrated, a sense of unrealized power. Again, that narcissistic thing comes in here. Detachment and also confusion. Another thing I want to mention about the crown chakra, you didn't notice me talk about a time frame where this chakra is developed. And that's because the crown chakra is actually developed throughout a lifetime. And there isn't a developmental age where you can kind of go back and see, oh, what happened to me that might've blocked this or blocked that. This could be any time. So that's kind of interesting. And developing the other chakras, so going through the root all the way up to the crown is really like the path to the crown chakra, which leads us to the ultimate goal, which is enlightenment or fulfillment. Everyone always says to me as a coach, the one thing I want is to be happy. Most people can't define what that is. And it's my opinion that most people, what they really want is fulfillment. They use the word happy and that's fine. That's great. And that's what they want to attain. However, I think that happiness is true fulfillment and also feeling complete and having self-realization, really knowing who you are. And when you work through the chakras, that's how you get to that space of full fulfillment and maybe even enlightenment in this lifetime or maybe in another lifetime. But the closer that you get in this lifetime, the closer that you'll get in the next lifetime. And that's my personal belief. So now that we've made it to the top of the journey, our seventh chakra, I hope that you leave here having an understanding that in order to have a well-balanced life and to have our emotional and intellectual and spiritual needs taken care of, not just our physical needs, it's so vital, it's so important. We can become so out of balance when our energy is out of balance. This is the one thing I believe personally is missing from a Western society and in our medical care is the ability to look at the mind body and soul connection. It's so important and it has really saved my life and I've noticed it helps so many people. I hope it's brought great value to you and that you can take this into your life and be able to make the best of what you have and start to understand that you have energy flowing through you and around you and near you and energy is everything. So now you have some amazing ideas on how to fully heal, balance and get energy moving or slowing down in every particular chakra, there's also some ways that you can balance the chakras all at one time. So if you're not really sure where you're at, some great options for you today are going to be Reiki which is where I began my chakra healing journey. Meditation, which was my next stop. Yoga, breath work, reflexology, acupuncture, craniosacral therapy, massage, affirmation work, journaling. You can utilize crystals and crystal healing. Physical exercises is a great way to move energy in your body. Dancing, singing, especially songs that you love and bring you joy. Prayer is a beautiful way to balance the chakras. Being in nature in general will help to balance the chakras, specifically your root chakra, but also all of them. Physical exercises, color therapy, and also aromatherapy. Just a quick overview. So we start... Really, at the base of the spine, and our root chakra developed between the age of one and eight, resonating with the color red, our root chakra, where it says, I am. This is where we're standing up for ourselves. So, we move out of that element of earth and our tribal connection right into our sacral chakra, which is located a couple inches above that root chakra. The sacral chakra is connected to the color orange, and this is where we say, I feel. Developmental age here is between the ages of eight and 14, and this is our romantic partnerships and our relationships with other people as we're moving up the spine we next get to our solar plexus which is resonating with the color yellow it's two inches above the belly button just below the heart chakra developmental age is between 14 and 21 and this is the element of fire and this is our self-will and our relationship with ourselves. so this is all about i do then we move from that fire element we go straight into air right into the heart chakra the heart chakra is resonating with the color green and sometimes you can see it resonating with the color pink depending on who you're following. Now the developmental age of the heart is between 21 and 28 and this is where we say I love and this is all about our ability to have unconditional love for ourselves and others which includes forgiveness and compassion. And as we continue on our journey through the chakras this leads us straight to the throat and our throat is about having the ability to speak our truth compassionately as well as being a compassionate listener and expressive. The throat chakra resonates with the color blue and this goes from air into ether and the developmental age is between the ages of 28 and 35. This is where we say, I speak. Then we move on into the third eye chakra between the brows and just above. And this is where we kind of get into that emotional intelligence and our ability to see without the use of our physical eyes. So there's no age here and it's really going into that element of light. And this is where we say, I see. But again, this is the ability to close your physical eyes and see things clearly, that intuition and psychic development. And this is associated with the color indigo. And our final stop in the seven chakras that we're gonna talk about today we get to the crown chakra, which is resonating with the color gold, violet, or white. You can see it with all different colors. Sometimes I tell people to put them together or choose the one that works for them. Whatever is fine, whoever you're learning from is great. The element here is about thought. And this life lesson is about selflessness, our ability to expand our consciousness and our connection to the divine. And this is where we finally say, I understand. So as you can see, each of the seven chakras really deals with a different part of this bigger picture which is our life and it directs us to these areas that might be functioning out of balance and now you have an idea of where you're at which can give you an idea of where you need to go. I hope that you can take this information and utilize it in your own lives. Thank you so much for being here for my very first episode of the Mind, Beauty Soul. It's really exciting to be able to share all the information I've learned and hopefully inspire you to take some aligned action and make it the best life that you can make it. I believe Everyone deserves to live their dream, so take this information, make it readily available for yourself and your family, and live your dream. May you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Much love always.